0: أبينا وحبيبنا محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم ما بعد اليوم 24 من شهر رمضان المبارك 1442 الموافق لستة من شهر أبرل 2021 نواصل درسنا في هذا الكتاب المبارك كتاب الله عز وجل أصر الله سبحانه وتعالى Last uh, uh, class I think I mentioned that this is going to be the last class So that was based on the thought that Eid is going to be somewhere uh, very early next week But I realized that uh, it is going to be on uh, most likely Tuesday or Wednesday, right? Uh, Thursday uh, most likely Thursday so if this is the case uh, I propose if people are not uh, uh, engaged in other activities uh, especially uh, in Malaysia we went back to the lockdown so movement is not that uh, much I propose we should have our two classes uh, Tuesday and Monday Uh, is that okay inshallah okay I think that's better then uh, we might be able to cover uh, the whole thing insha'Allah. tabarak wa taala so may allah subhanahu wa taala grants good and uh, tawfiq in this life okay uh, <coughs> uh, yesterday or the last class we were talking about the saying of allah subhanahu wa taala about uh, the shaytan afa uh, tattakhithuna <speaking> wa dhurriyatahu awliya'a min duni wa hum lakum aduww <Hebrew> barakallahu feekum Yes, subhanallah so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala narrate uh, in a very short form the, the 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 origin of the enmity between us and the shaitan. and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us who he is and uh, mentioned to us the reason why Shaitan hates us you know and uh, uh, and the the promise from the Shaitan where he swore by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Uh, not to let anyone amongst the children of Adam succeed in their life. So Allah says this is who he was and this is who he is. Allah is questioning everyone and how is it possible after knowing all of these? And then you find some people taking shaitan as awliya other than Allah. Coming closer to shaitan and choosing shaitan. Who is the real enemy of ours? Allah ta'ala says in the Shaitan lakum Aduun As I said, if there is anybody who should take Shaitan, the real enemy it should be us, much greater greater than the way Adam took him as as an enemy, because he promised Adam not to cheat in the nasihah and he cheated. With us, there is no promise, actually to even give us nasihah. What he promised Allah in the presence of Allah is to do everything possible to make sure that nobody succeeds amongst the humankind. So as such, I really advise us to monitor our activities. To watch out what we're doing. You know, Don't you ever give yourself an excuse. You know, blame yourself uh, for behaving in the way you are behaving if that behavior is wrong. And repent to Allah and watch Whatever you are doing, whatever you say, whatever you act, you know, watch this. That's the best way for you to uh, maintain, you know, the success in your battle between you and, and shaytan Shaitan, the devil. <coughs> so Allah says, <coughs> And then Allah says, Allah says, those one that you're worshipping other than Allah, whatsoever object somebody is worshipping other than Allah, Allah says, they don't own anything. You know, They are not my co-owners. You know, they don't have share in my kingdom. And they don't have the power and the ability I have. You know, so they are not my partners. And Allah says, they are not actually qualified to be taken as an object of worship. Otherwise, how does it make sense? You know, you sit down and, and create something and design something and come and bow for it. What is this? You know, what is this? You know? So it doesn't make sense, you know, and it would never make sense to worship other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah says, You know, they don't have partnership in my kingdom. Uh, the Quran is down. Fatima. Uh, they do not have a partnership in my kingdom. And, and uh, they, 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 they are not my partners. And they don't have the power to do what I'm doing. And apart from that, Allah says, Ma'ashatum khalka samawati wal ard. You know, I did not let them witness. They were not there actually when I was creating the heavens and the earth. At least they watch, at least they support. Allah says, No. Subhanallah. So they were not even there in existence. Not only that, even they don't even know how what is the process of the creation. I do that alone. You know, when it comes to the creation of things, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone did everything. And He is alone doing everything. And He is alone control and provides, you know. So He doesn't have any partner. Not only not having the partnership, you know, with somebody. He doesn't have any partner to share with him the kingdom and the ability and the power. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not have a consultant. Somebody that he consulted, you know, before he does things. My Allah, what kind of ability is this? Even nobody Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks to when he does things, you know. Just like what Allah says in this ayah, which is so interesting, you know, found in uh, uh, Surah 7, Allah says, You know, if you're looking for an ayah that re- remove any form of ability and partnership from others, you know, you know, to be sharing Allah and those abilities is this ayah any 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 possibility has been blocked allah says tell them let, let you guys go and call those whom you claim to be awliya any, uh, to be to be object of worship other than allah subhanahu wa taala to be aliha allah says um, how can you call the, those ones La fi fi they don't own an amount of a you know, even amount of dharra is not within their ownership, you know, they don't have that. So now, uh, uh, Allah tells us that they don't have partnership in the ownership, they don't own anything from that which Allah, so they're not co owners. So they don't create something, you know, which is not even co-owners, you know, the first one is like Allah SWT has his, and they have theirs. So they have also the capacity to own, which Allah SWT is not their partner in it. Allah creates human beings, and they create something else. No, Allah negates that one also. They do not do that, and they don't have that, and Allah SWT has that alone. You know, He created everything alone. لا يملكون مثقال ذرة في You know, neither in the in the, the heavens, nor uh, inside or on the earth, you know, uh, those people have any, any 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 creation which they initiated by themselves. So that's the that's the first thing Allah has negated And the second thing He says: so, you don't have your own establishment. You might be the co owner with somebody. Allah says, That one also, they lost that. They don't have that. He is alone, the owner. They are not co owners of Allah. And there is nobody amongst them who is supporting Allah. Because either you own the entity you yourself. Or you are the co-owner, or you are not the co-owner, but you're working in the place to support in the company, to help that owner of the company to attain the success and to make an achievement in his in his company. That one also is rejected. subhanallah Only one possibility left. They don't have things they created by themselves. They don't own anything. Secondly, not only they don't own anything, they are not partners to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in terms of the ownership. Get it? That one also is is rejected. That one also is is rejected. What left? To be a supporter, sonant, you know. Allah says That is nobody amongst them who is supporting and helping Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. None. So it means they have nothing, you know, only one thing left and although they don't have things which they created and they are not co-owners, I need that one to be shut down, Uh, they are not co-owners, you get it, they are not uh, having and they are not co-owners, they might be supporting the system, so they are not also doing that, Allah says he doesn't need them, they don't support Allah The last possibility is to be having the capacity to intercede. To talk in the way that word will be heard. You get an idea? Which they, whenever they talk, the word will be heard. Allah, Allah also removed this one. He says, وَلَا تَنْفَعُ الشَّفَاعَةُ عِنْدَهُ إِلَّا لِمَنْ see لَهُ You can see this ayah, how, how accurate and comprehensive it is. In terms of rejection of the shirk in all of its forms, you know. Allah says, There is no way for the shafa'ah to be effective with Allah. Shafa'ah is intercession except for somebody who Allah permitted to do the shafa'ah and also uh, for the benefit of somebody that Allah wants. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, uh, <inaudible> Subhanallah. This ayah also combine all the conditions of Shafar. You have two three conditions for the Shafar. Shafar cannot be, I mean, uh, condoned, you know, Shafar cannot be observed unless if you have these three conditions. Number one is Ithn from Allah for it to happen. You know. Uh, number number two is that you can only do the shafa'ah to whomsoever Allah is I mean choosing for you You know, liman yasha, you know uh, I'm sorry. The number two is uh, the sh- shafa'ah to be uh, done and observed through the person that Allah granted that shafa'ah and the last condition is to restrict the shafa'ah to the place where Allah wants wanted to take place that's why he says إِلَّا مِنْ بَعْدِ أَنْ يَأْذَنَ اللَّهُ لِمَنْ يَشَاءُ مِنَ وَيَرْضَى كَذَلِكَ عَنِ Allah ta'ala will give permission you know, to whomsoever he wishes, and also at the same time Allah SWT is pleased with that person whom you're giving the shafa to. At that time Allah agrees with the shafa'ah, he's pleased with that shafa', and he agrees with the shafa'ah to take place, then shafa'ah can be effective. So by listening to this I alone, you know you have to stay away from all of those statements by some who will tell you that their mashayikh will come and intercede for you on the day of judgment, and as such, do whatever you want. I heard one of these jokers saying that his sheikh will come on the day of judgment. <laughs> Loves that. He said his Sheikh will come on the day of judgment with a cloth which he has a big cloth with big pocket on the cloth. Each each uh, this pocket ca- uh, uh, carries seventy thousand people. I don't know how big is this person, you know. And the first thing he lost is that he did not go to primary school because I think even in the primary school they told us that on the day of judgment there is no cloth. You know, people will come back. Hufatan, uh, Ghurlan, Allah subhanahu the ta'ala. The said. That's why they taught it in the childhood, you know. But those guys, may Allah ta'ala guide them to the truth. They have no respect to the prophets of Allah ta'ala. They don't have respect to the prophets of Allah ta'ala. I'm telling you, because if you go on and read what they are talking about, they will tell you that even the prophets of Allah ta'ala will be amazed on that day asking, Asking those who are with them, uh, who are with them at that moment, who is this person? Because he is placed in the position greater than theirs, they become so amazed with him, you know. How much power power he has, you know, to do all of these things, which... uh, I'll leave this topic. But understanding the Quran, you know, can guide you in a very easy way to understand how to do things properly how to respect allah how to respect the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam how to not be deceived by those criminals wallahi i call them criminals because you do have nowadays some people who are not practicing the deen because somebody told them believe it or not somebody told them you have already reached the target you know some of them they even give them the, the physical key you know key the big uh, the big uh, uh, the, the big key and they told them that this is the key to jannah so, the guy will tell you that, yes, I don't pray to Allah because when you pray, you're looking for Jannah. He said, I have the key with me. You know? I don't know how much you know, the akal of somebody goes, you know, for him to be deceived to that, to that manner, you know. Somebody just give you the physical key that he went to the, what do you call the, the Haddad, blacksmith, you know, and, and make the, the key and then bring it to you and tell you this is the key of Jannah, to Jannah. And as such, what did they do? Some of them, they're criminals, they commit all sorts of crimes in the name of what? in the name of the religion. Because to them, they've already reached the target. You know, they can do everything. You know. Sins cannot exist in their case. May Allah want to guide them. So that's why my dear brothers and sisters, Quran, 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 and the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu These are the greatest weapons you have, you know, against any deviations on earth. Understand the Quran properly. Uh, go to the scholars to give you appropriate interpretation, and hold upon it. You know, be upon this manhaj. Nobody will play with your akal in the future. Uh, be wa Taala. So Allah Subhanahu wa Taala mentioned that the partners which are introduced and attributed to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, they don't exist at all because none of them has the capacity of Allah and none of them is a the co-owner to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and none of them is a supporter uh, to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and none of them has the capacity to ev- even intercede you know, with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without the permission from Allah first and foremost for him to do the shafa the shafa and also the shafa to be granted first and also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has to agree with that person that you are trying to take out of hell That's why you see the Prophet his shafa'ah is limited to certain capacity when it comes to one of those people who did not accept Islam. His uncle Abu Talib. He asked Allah to, I mean, because it's in a very terrible moment. Prophet tried with him to accept Islam, but he did not. He agree with the Prophet وسلم, that he's not a liar, you know, and he doesn't let anyone to touch Rasulullah, but he did not say the words of Shahada. And Allah has His own conditions, you know. Allah Alayhi you know. You just have to say the words and practice the word. Otherwise, all of your kindness, your righteousness, and all of these things will not benefit on the Day of Judgment. They will not benefit. So the Prophet tried with him, and it doesn't work. You know, he died like this. So looking at the fact that this person really supported Islam and supported the Muslim and protected the Muslims, you know, he did a lot. You know, whoever read history, you know, Subhanallah, what what kind of strength is this? You know, he granted the Muslims and the Prophet especially a very strong protection using his political power in the community. And he told the Prophet, ﷺ, He says, Don't worry. Raise up your head and do whatever you want. All of these people that you see them trying to reach you, they will never be able to touch you. And that was how it was. Until the time Abu Talib died, that was the time they managed to reach Rasulullah. ﷺ. He was telling them, he says, He was replying to those mushrikeen, he says, they know. لَا He says, you know, Our child is not somebody that we tried him with a lie. He never lied with us. You know, everyone knows this. And he doesn't waste his time with stupidities, you know, useless things and lions and all of these things. He said, You guys know this, you know. But subhanallah, since he did not say the words, you know, it doesn't benefit him that much. The Prophet asked, you know, he interceded for him. And Allah to reduce the punishment So that's the limitation he has The capacity to do uh, In terms of Shafa on this person alone Is to reduce the punishment But to remove it completely It is not within his uh, uh, What you call permission Allah SWT did not give him permission to do that Because Allah SWT already declared That if a person died in kufr, There is no way for him to go out of, out of hell So uh, the punishment was reduced to that to the lowest level, he put his uh, feet on two pieces of hell. But Subhanallah. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi said, "His brain is boiling." The easiest punishment you find in hell is the one who put his two—I uh, mean, I mean, feet on hell, two pieces of hell. But you can see the reaction, you know. Knowing that the Prophet sallallahu alaihi said, "If a person goes to hell, may Allah protect us," the size of this person is increased, you know, from here. You know, from here from his shoulder to his ears is the distance of three days You can see how big is this person from here to the ears, you know He spent three days going then you can reach the ears The Prophet ﷺ said This is the mollus uh, 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 What do you call teeth? The Prophet ﷺ said Mithlu jabali uhud, Like the Mount of Uhud You can see how big he, he is so imagine if from here to here is three days, from the feet to the head is how many days. But still when he put his uh, uh, foot on that piece of hell, the brain is reacting, the brain is boiling. You know. That's why you can see how bad is the idea that some of us are choosing. That as long as I am a Muslim, you know, and according to the Akira of Ahlul Sunnah wal a Muslim cannot remain in hell, then no problem. Wallahi, that's, that's lack of thinking, you know. Whoever thinking this way, definitely this, per, this person uh, uh, is a loser, you know. Need somebody to be, uh, I mean, his guardian throughout his life, you know. Because if you know what hell is all about, you will never choose to be in hell for a second. If you know what hell is all about, you will never choose to be in hell for a second. That's why the best decision by a believer is to decide not to have a transit in, in hell. So, back to the shifa. The shifa of the Prophet ﷺ is limited here. You know, is limited here uh, to reducing the punishment, but not to remove it completely. Ibrahim, salam, when he met his father, Ibrahim, salam, when he met his father on the day of judgment, and he saw him being taken to hell. SubhanAllah. Ibrahim said, you know, imagine you see your father, your father, your father, you know, SubhanAllah. A person seeing his father going to hell. Imagine how, SubhanAllah. So he said, Ya Allah, when he sees him being taken to hell, and he knows that the hell is imminent in his case, you know. He said, Ya Allah, you promise me that you will not embarrass me on the day of judgment. He said, Ya Allah, is there any embarrassment that is worse than seeing my father go into hell in the presence of everyone? Subhanallah. But the father committed shirk throughout his life and he is a lillah. Not just, just shirk, but a Enemy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Fighting Allah, fighting the, uh, the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, fighting the Muslims, you know. That's why Allah wa says, You remember in Surah uh, al mumtahana Allah wa says, Ibrahim told his father, Allah says, إلَّا قَوْلِ He tried his father, يا أبت لم until the end of this uh, series of these reminders. And subhanAllah, the, the way he is addressing the Father in a very beautiful way, which is a reminder for us also. He was saying, akhafu an أَن يَمَسَّكَ min مِنَ rahman." You know, he mentioned azab. You understand more if he says min minal jabbar. You know, the name goes with that, jabbar. azabu minal aziz, azabu minal mutakabir, azabu minal qahar, azabu minal muntakim. You know. When he mentioned all of these, they match with the adab. But Ibrahim did not use that. He said, Inni rahman SubhanAllah. You know our scholars, they never leave this kind of opportunities without giving us benefit to it. He said Ibrahim was trying to guide his father, you know, to remember that intensive amount of mercy that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has. And he's telling the father, with all of these mercies, and still, you go into hell. What is this? Iwallah, no. Allah, it is like that. If you study how merciful is the Last you also have the same question. How is it possible for somebody with all of these mercies go to hell at the end of the day? You can see how beautiful it is. You know, He told him Azabu min al With all of this, al-Rahman punishing you. That's too bad. You know, don't do, don't misbehave. You know, in the way al-Rahman is punishing you. you know? That's how it is, how it was and how it is now. You know? So he said to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is there anything, you know, that is considered as embarrassment that is worse than seeing my father being taken to hell, you know. That cannot intercede in that. There is no way for the father to go out of hell. No way for him to go out of hell. That's why Allah SWT removed that balance of the failing that remains in Ibrahim towards his father, then he himself he told Allah Suhqan Ya Allah, take him away, I don't want to see him. Allah SWT turned the father into uh, a, a, a hyena, a wolf, which has so many hair on it, so many. the Prophet said too much hair on it. And it is, there is something on it which is so disgusting and brothers and sisters, that's how shirk it is, you know, that's how shirk it is, you know. It's so disgusting if you see it, you know, it's very disgusting. So Allah to put, you know, the reality of shirk, Ibrahim sees it, and that balance of the feeling that he has towards his father in terms of showing him mercy was gone. He himself, he said, I don't want to see it. So, let's be realistic to ourselves. You know, and understand that shafa is not possible except with those three conditions and all of them are based on Allah's permission. And this helps us to do things correctly, not to depend on others, you know. We depend so much on others. Ah, my father is a scholar, my father is this and that, but who are you, you know? The Arabs, they say, bi sharafu." What is the completion? You have a person ah oh, my father is my father is this and that, you know, and he is zift as they say, you know, very bad person in the community, you know. So we tell him this by it If you are so proud of the parent and you know they have this 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 and that. We tell him, yes, you are right. Your parents are very you know, uh, strong in their position and they're very ba- valuable asset for the, for the community. You are right. وَلَكِمْ بِئْسَ مَا وَلَدُوا So we praised them and we said to him, وَلَكِمْ بِئْسَ What an evil child being produced by those excellent people. But Allah already said, يُخْرِجُ الْحَيَّ مِنْ مِنَ so, wa ta'ala, so as, what I'm trying to conclude here with is that everyone should be participating in righteous deeds don't you ever wait for somebody to take you to the highest position that deficiency in thinking I remember when I was uh, uh, teaching Quran in the school uh, there was uh, a girl from, from Bangladesh very strong uh, person and she managed to finish the Qur'an you know, smile a lot. I see that one of the best example of utilization of uh, time, you know, uh, memorizing a lot in, in nine days she memorized nine jizu. And it, it's, it, Imagine a girl in the secondary school but very serious. So I was teaching her brother in the class the brother told me that, uh, that I, I, I was talking about the blessings of memorization of the Qur'an and also if you finish the Qur'an then you might be uh, uh, interceding for others, you know. So when I talk about this, that boy was so happy, he said, yes, my sister is going to save me. And I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) He told me, yes, he said, my sister is going to take me there, you know. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) subhanAllah. So don't do that, you know, because on the day of judgment, Allah month says, "لِكُلِّ مَرِيءٍ مِنْهُمْ يَومَئِذٍ شَأْنٌ." You can You know, what's so special about somebody taking you to that place? If that person is not the Prophet you know, what's so special in, in in that? You know, why can't you do the same thing? Why can't you try and be in the position where you will be taking him? Why do you wait for somebody to take you? And on the day of judgment, are you even sure that he's going to remember you? You know, most likely he, wants, he goes to his paradise and spends two million years, and then he oh, I have one friend I couldn't see him in Jannah. You know, after he enjoys, let, let, let's see, let's open that chapter and ask Allah where is he, and then if that person is hell, and then he will start to, making a process of how to how to get you out of it. What is this? So the Prophet ﷺ already made life easy for all of us to know that Allah SWT wants the participation from all. That's why, my dear brothers and sisters, wallahi, I really advise us you know, to be happy and to thank Allah, Taala. special thank you know, to Allah for choosing you to be among the Sunnis. Especially those who agree to follow the Prophet Wasallam and the book of Allah precisely, precisely, without modification. They should always have this special thank to Allah because other uh, sects and groups, they don't have this. You are protected from all of these things. You know, you can go straight forward to Allah matter without having any intermediary. In some Aqaeda, you cannot go alone. You must put somebody between you and Allah Do you know that Allah doesn't want that? Allah wants you to go straight forward because you are his slave. The same way that Sheikh is a slave of Allah, you are also a slave of Allah. Both of you are required to be submitting to Allah matter completely. Why do you need to put him in between? You know? And who told you he is better than you? Who told you is better than you. let this case. Go to Allah straightforward, don't put somebody in between. You go straightforward forward. No. That's the religion and the sharia of Muhammad. عليه, Everyone has the capacity to approach Allah وسلم, and the in light. Allah Allah وسلم, will listen to them. So Rasulullah told us that we have to do it ourselves. He called Quraish, he called Banu Hashim. You know, he called out a bus. All the way to his daughter, Fatima. And then he says, Fatima, He says, Fatima, ask me of my wealth, whatever you want. But you should know that I cannot benefit you on the Day of Judgment. I cannot do anything. You have to make it first, then I can support. SubhanAllah. So if, if this is the case, then... How about me and you, you know, how about that person who thinks if this is Muhammad wasalam, But as I said some of those people they, they have no respect to the Prophet That's why they think their sheikh is more, you know, valuable and He has the capacity much more greater than that of Rasulullah you know? else the message we learn here is that if Rasulullah is to tell his daughter Fatima, that you have to do it yourself What about us? That's why he said in another place مَنْ بِهِ لَمْ بِهِ نَسَبُهُ مَنْ بِهِ لَمْ If your righteous deed don't have the capacity to take you to Allah Taala, Your close relationship with anybody cannot make it for you If your righteousness cannot do that for you Your close relationship cannot do that for you so back to the ayah. We have digressed for the sake of benefit. May Allah grant us good and help us to understand his book and the sunnah of the Prophet wasallam properly. So Allah ta'ala says, مَا أَشَّدْتُمْ خَلْقَ السَّمَوَاتِ وَالْأَرْضِ وَلَا خَلْقَ أَنفُسِهِمْ وَمَا كُنْتُمُ اتَّخِذَا الْمُظُلِينَ عَابُدًا Allah ta'ala says, I will never take those misguided people, people who are misguiding others, people who lost the way. Allah SWT says, I will never take any one of them. As Alduda. Alduda means Senate and support. You know, even the righteous people, Allah subhanahu wa will not take any one of them to be his support. Even the prophets and the messengers of Allah subhanahu Allah doesn't need anyone. But that's karam from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. insan. Allah subhanahu is honoring the creation, so He has chosen from them those best ones. You know. Who we know as prophets and the messengers of Allah subhanahu وتعالى, or ul Azim, you know, awliya of Allah You know, Allah ta'ala chooses whomsoever He wishes. He says, "وَرَبُّكَ يَخْلُقُ مَا شَاءَ وَيَخْتَارُ مَا كَانَ لَهُمُ الخيارة. And then Allah wa ta'ala says, "وَيَوْمَ شُرْكَائِ الَّذِينَ زَمَّنُوا فَدَعَوْهُمْ فَلَمَّا سَتْجِبُ لَهُمْ بَيْنَهُمْ موبقة. On the day of judgment, those people who have taken other than Allah SWT as something to be worshipped, on the day of judgment, Allah SWT will bring them and will tell them, Yeah, you guys thought that Allah SWT has a partner, you know, you introduce those ones as Allah's partner. Why don't you call them now to see what will happen? You know? Allah SWT says, You know, call upon those partners of Allah SWT in the way you think, you know, those people who you think are uh, The partners of Allah, Allah will tell them, call them, ask them to come and support you and help you and protect you from the punishment of Allah. And they will call them, you know, you know, they will call them, and uh, those guys will never will never reply. Allah says, Ibn Kathir says. Um, The closest uh, approach with this mawbiqa is a punishment, mahlaka. Both of them are engaged in the halak. Or according to some, we put a barrier between them. They cannot even have any power and ability to come and support them. But uh, most likely, uh, the mawbiqa is the closest. Or you take it as adawah. On the Day of Judgment, Allah will make it as adawah, enmity between them. Those who are worshipped will fight those who used to worship them. This is what will happen. Even shaitan also will have that debate. People will say, yeah, you are the one who deceives us. But shaitan has one uh, answer which quieten anyone who used to worship him and obey him. When did you see me coming to you, telling you you have to do this and that? What a person can answer? What can a person say to answer this question? Nothing. Because shaitan doesn't come physically and tell you, do. If you don't do, I will do this. So it's absolutely the choice of human beings. SubhanAllah. So, alhamdulillah, we have Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we have His book, the Quran, narrating everything for us so that we can take as much as precautions we can. Don't be, uh, I mean, uh, don't you ever. Put yourself in the situation whereby Shaitan will make you quiet in the day of judgment, you know. Be in the position where shaitan will regret of losing you. Yeah, that's how we should be. Be in a situation where shaitan will be regretting of losing losing you. So Allah says, So they call them and there will be no reply from them. بَيْنَهُم وَلَمْ عَنْهَا The Mujrimeen, the criminals, they will see the hells in the day of judgment, they will see the hell being brought by 70,000, I mean being chained, you know, in 70,000 chains. Each and every one of them is held by 70,000 angels. Subhanallah. Can you can see how big is this place, you know. Allah SWT will hold it with 70,000 chains. And each one of them is held by 70,000 angels. SubhanAllah. And Allah says, This place is going to be full. Allah will make it full. So when the Mujrimeen, they saw the hell, Allah SWT brought it as He said, They, they understand that. It is imminent, they have to get inside. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, They will look for any place to be protected, but they will not find. It. When they realize that 100% they are going to go to hell, and they will, they, there is nothing to protect them. That's what will be the situation of the criminals on the day of judgment. So they will find it, they will say it and they will, Allah will let them understand that and believe that there will be no way for them to escape so after all of these mentions of the Day of Judgment, then Allah will come back to guiding us you know, that's Quran uh, tells you what to be worried about and then tell you how to get the relief you know, our worry is the Day of Judgment, what will be our situation so Allah will uh, give us the remedy. How can I stay away from this worry? Please, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. So that's why the Prophet, uh, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, says, "We have recited in this Quran for people from every example, and man is Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "We fi revealed in Quran." Recited means we have revealed in Quran we explain everything in detail in this Quran. Everything in detail. There is nothing which is not being explained by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, either directly or indirectly. There is nothing. Allah says fasalnahu Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explained everything in detail in the Quran. So we explain everything for everyone. And why? What is the purpose of doing this? So that people will not go astray, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, lakum an, an Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you all of these explanations so that you guys will not be misguided. Allah says, but unfortunately, people naturally they see the truth, but they don't want to. They, 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 they inherited this jadil, you know. That uh, uh, was jihud, you know. So, you might see a person, you know, uh, observing the jidal, you know, and he knows that, yes, but he w- will be trying to be defensive, you know. As the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, get into the house of Ali ibn Abi Talib and his daughter Fatima, the daughter of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So, the Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, went to the house of Ali ibn Abi Talib with his wife, Fatima, bint Rasul, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Uh, and he went at night. Okay? Uh the Prophet wa sallam, he found them sleeping. Then he says, Allah Salyan, aren't you praying to Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala? Subhanallah, night prayers that's like the hobby of those people, you know. It's not an issue, something special. You know, our time is something special, but in that time, everyone does. This is part of their life, you know. They enjoy it, you know? So he says, You guys are not praying, are not praying? So يَا to اللَّهِ So Abi Talib says, Ya in the insha'a, Abi Talib said, Ya but our soul are head held by Allah If you want to uh, wake us up, Allah wa ta'ala will bring us up. Prophet Allah was not happy with this. Although the statement is true that, that, that our soul and everything is controlled by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, but the, the time is not appropriate because Rasulullah SAW was advising him, but he, and he is using the qadr. That's why the Prophet Allah left him, and he was hitting his thigh, saying, and And Human beings are looking for them. Uh, the, the person who is always mostly arguing." Instead of just accepting and moving forward, but arguing. Rejection first. Yeah, it's okay when somebody is saying something that is not correct, you reject it. That's good, that's true. But at least give some room, you know, to that statement of that person inside your chest so that you can digest it properly to see whether you should reject it or not. And then Allah Taala says, وما منع الناس ان يؤمنوا اذ جاءهم الهدى ويستغفروا ربهم الا ان تاتيهم سنه الاولين او ياتيهم العذاب قبلا وما نرسل المرسلين الا مبشرين ومنذرين ويجادل الذين كفروا بالباطل ليهدوا به الحق واتخذوا آيات وما انذروه هزوا ومنظر من من ذكر بايات ربه فاعرض عنها ونسي ما قدمت يداه ان جعلنا على قلوبهم أكنة ان يفقهوا وفي آذانهم وقرأ وإن إلى الْهُدَى فلن إذا الله سبحانه وتعالى وما منع الناس أن يؤمنوا إذ جاءهم الْهُدَى ويستغفروا ربهم إلا أن تأتيهم سنة الأولين أو يأتيهم العذاب uh, I, I do believe this uh, is related to dawa uh, you know, especially the last ayah, and I don't want to cut it. So, uh, if you don't mind, I think this will be the topic on uh, Monday, inshaAllah. Uh, we try to cover this, be ithni uh, together with some part of the story of Musa, alayhi The uh, story of Musa, uh, alayhi as I said, it contains a lot of lessons. Abdurrahman saadi has around 36 if I'm not mistaken, more than thirty lessons he extracted, and you know that book was just a summary. And this is not from the story of Musa collectively. You know, uh, mainly on the story of uh, the the journey of the Musa with uh, what do you call with the Khidr, which is the focus of uh, Surah al-Kahf. So, SubhanAllah, we really need to uh, get something from it, you know. It has a lot of lessons, a lot of lessons, you know, in it. So may Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, guide us to truth and help us and, and, and aid us to be able to generate uh, and the lessons which we will be able to put them into practice and action in our life in order to attain a success in the way they also got the success. So, I will stop here inshallah for the questions, uh, if uh, any. Barakallahu feekum. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi. Thank you, Ameen. Uh, first question we have is what should you do Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi. Is
1: the country
0: football...
1: Paid based on
0: the price of staple food, for, food, eat, for example, rice, or the price set by the ministry. Uh, zakat al-fitr is supposed to be paid at, uh, to be paid in uh, food, not, not money. Uh, food is one sa. The Prophet said, "Sa, sa al any moderate food of the people in the country." and one sa is equivalent to uh, four handfuls of rice or tamar or whatever food people are eating in that country So for this thing, four times okay that's one sa i don't want to use the the weight uh, because some of the seeds are heavier than than the other one otherwise in, in rice one sa is is around 2.40 uh, you know almost 2.5 kg Hey, that's one saw. So that's that's how, how it is. So if a person is given like the the rice which is uh, five kg, this is enough for two people inshallah. The rice with four kg, this is uh, and ten kg, this is enough for four people, be the lighter. We don't determine it by the money and a person should try his best not to give it in cash, to give it in in kind. That's what the Prophet Allah advises to do. From his sunnah that we have to give it in in food. So when you give an organization, make sure that you give an organization that is giving it in in food, not in in cash. Okay? There are some scholars who said you can give the cash, but that's uh, You know, going against the nas. You know, of the Prophet So give them the the food. If they don't want it, let them engage in selling it by themselves. Mm-hmm.
1: Which, I think that's the only question
0: you may have mentioned.
1: Okay, so... I On another one. Okay. Question uh, by Esther Aisha.
0: As-salamu alaykum. As-salamu alaykum. As-salamu alaykum. As-salamu alaykum. Uh, is there a hadith which
1: states that the equivalent of reward for performing for attack 100-grade operation is
0: I don't know this hadith, never heard of it. It, it looks it looks fabricated. I, I never heard of a hadith that says if you pray for a car it's like Qadr. Never heard of it. Uh, sister wants to confirm if you want to give organization money to
1: be distributed in food. How do we
0: pay based on the price of rice we eat? Ah, uh, just, uh, just uh, you are, the price of rice you eat. The best is, let's say, if you are uh, somebody who has a house, you, know, you cook, so you know what kind of rice you are buying. The best is when you give the don't buy the cheap one. Buy the same one you are eating at home, that's the best. Although the, 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 the one that is cheaper than what you usually eat is also okay. But it's, it is better to go with that which you are feeding yourself. Because we are doing it for last So, so if you are buying the rice, just look at the price of the rice uh, uh, for uh, two point five kg. How much is how much is uh, how much is that? You know, let's say five uh, five kg. How much is that? If you are only you and your husband, for instance, five kg is more than enough. So, when you buy the rice, if you are eating usually in your house, the rice which. Uh, uh, uh which cost let's say 60 ringgit for that amount you know 5 kg uh, but you buy 60 ringgit try do the same thing if you can afford it if you cannot afford then you can go and buy even the 14 ringgit rice you know you know as long as it is uh, equivalent to that amount needed by the sharia then it is okay inshallah mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Uh, okay, there is a question here. Do I need to buy the rice? No, I don't need to buy. If I have the rice at home, I can take from that which I have. The point is to give the charity, because that one also I bought it, or I grow it. And so I can take from that which I have, I don't need to buy in the market if I already have. Mm. So they
1: are giving it to an organization, mm. and they have their own quality of the rice, which is cheaper than the one which we usually use. So, is that okay I just give them the money?
0: Ah, it is okay. As long as they give food, it is okay, inshallah. I
1: think that's the
0: end There's another one. I
1: question
0: that is from the When one makes Sadaqah, on behalf
1: of a disease related hoping that we.
0: Trip, this. Yes, charity and sadaqah is one of those uh, deeds which you can do them on behalf of another person and it will reach him, it will reach him, inshaAllah. Allah mm-hmm. grant is good. He can do the charity on behalf of somebody and it will reach him, inshaAllah. so if no no question, when is the best time to give? Uh, the best time to give the Vitar is right after the sunset. Let's say, uh, right after the announcement that the moon uh, for the Eid has been sighted, uh, you give the Zakatul Vitar. That would be the best. Because this is the time when it is due. Mm-hmm. If a person is afraid of missing it, and then he give before then, inshallah, it's okay. A few days before the time, inshallah, it's okay. Mm. The point is not to reach after prayer. When you re- when the prayer has already been uh, performed, then you're lost. Mm.
1: The uh, Eid the, uh, uh, the prayer. They used,
0: to, mm. they used to give it
1: we like... The uh, prayer and
0: the Salatul How did they have so to they used to.
1: They used to give it between between the Fajr prayer and yeah.
0: the 8th prayer. Yeah, that's it. So how, how did they have the time to go out and give it at this time? Ah, uh, they have. They have <laughs> uh, when we are young, this is what we used to do. Remember that. The parents, you know, people bring to our house and we take ours also to some other houses, you know, that's how it is, you know, people just exchange uh, these things. Uh, after Fajr, before before the Salat, because we have time, you know, from the time Fajr exists, uh, until the time they pray, the, the eight prayers, they still have time. But anyway, the time is given, uh, the, the night, all the night is the time for the Zakat Al-Fitr. Mm-hmm. If there is no needy in the country where a person is living, then you take it to another place. Yeah, you take it to another place. If there is nobody to take it in the place where you live, then you give it to somewhere else uh, where there are needy people. Make sure that you do it before you pray your, your Eid Salah. Mm-hmm. <inaudible> <Thanks>. <inaudible> Okay, so if there is no more question, may Allah SWT grant you good and love you all and put barakah in your life. Uh, Keep moving. Ramadan is going. Today is twenty fourth, so five or six days left. May Allah SWT accept all of us and put uh whatever we are doing in the mizan of your hasanat and uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us and uh, make us among the inheritors of the firdaus al hu bi bikulli jamil kafid kafir allahumma wa bihamdik ashhadu an la ilaha illa anta wa atubu ilaik assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh sayoman inshallah